0: Today, we are closing out the season. We are ending our our 2023 era in in absolute style. We are going out with the all-important power list. Who's got the power? We are going to name the, the, the most powerful person in the comic book industry, in entertainment. I have done so much tremendous research on this and I, and i think that that on this episode you are going to find the the answer you're going to find the answer you're going to you're going to locate the person with the power with the influence with the ability with the reach we are going to name the most powerful person in comics and entertainment on an all new episode of observations Hey everybody! Welcome to another edition of Rob's Observations. I am your host, Rob Liefeld. I make comic books. I draw. I write. I, I create. I produce comic books, and I have been doing that for 38 years across four decades: eighties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens. Wait, five decades! Five decades! I have my had my uh, my 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 foot in one of those decades producing comic books. I love. Making comics, I love consuming all things comic books. Comic book films, comic book streaming, comic books, graphic novels. Trade paperbacks, just all of them. The video games, the action figures as I look at a shelf full of action figures and statues. It's like, yeah, no duh. I mean, come on, I consume this stuff. And if you also consume it and you're interested in it and, and, and it is becoming your passion, or maybe you want to rekindle the passion, you have come to the right place because <laughs> we love comic books here at Rob's revations. And I have been so excited about getting this episode to all of you today. I have been so excited about getting this episode to you. Uh, This is our final episode of 2023. We have banked more episodes in 2023 than than we did at any other time. Uh, The next time we start up, it it will be our sixth season. We, We will have been closing in on five years come May of 2024. This show was born in the pandemic of abject loneliness of me wanting desperately to talk about comics and comic book history. And so I decided to start telling all of you about my experience as a fan. Pulling comic books off spinner racks when I was seven years old. All the way through my professional period and, and i have just shared stories experiences uh interviews uh giving you so, some what I, what I really believe grail material that we throw around that uh word but if you don't have that 1980 john byrne comics journal interview then you're missing out And if you don't have that 1980 frank miller comic books journal interview then you're missing out and some of the greatest feuds and conflicts and boy does this does this business know how to sling some mud and 2023 will will maybe go down as the the most popular episodes previously the the heroes reborn the story of how marvel hired myself and jim lee to come and redo captain america and avengers and fantastic four and iron man and then the subsequent bankruptcy of all of marvel entertainment and and that tailspin that those were the previous highest uh just huge episodes from Rob observations but this year the the Neil Gaiman suing Tom McFarlane and here I thought that it was just common knowledge. I took from Daniel Best's uh, book, "The World Versus Todd McFarlane," and you guys just couldn't get enough of that. It was shocking. I, I was legit. Um, just wow! You guys hit that episode, those episodes in, in record numbers, and you, you told your friends. And so, you know, from the beginnings of spring of 2020 in a pandemic, we were all in lockdown uh i i won't ever forget it and and especially with, with the 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 sorrow of my kids and the way the world was 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 uh shifting as with your families as with your kids and here we are we are about to close out season 5 2023 because we took a a break there in 2021 we took two breaks and that's how we got to season 5 over what will be four years and man what a fun time what what a fun time at least i've had and 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 i thank you so much for for coming along and let me tell you, this time of year, I love the holidays. I love the holidays. This this is so fun. I, I just have so many great memories uh, as a kid. The, the, ch- the holidays obviously bring bring family together. We get to see all of our family. My wife and I were just talking about how excited we are for Thanksgiving today. We just love seeing all the family, hanging out with them. It's such a fun day. It's not you know centered around gifts and giving, although I love that too. But it's just, it's just a cool holiday. I really have come to love Thanksgiving more than all the others. Just for the time that we get to spend with families, but of course, you know, childhood Thanksgivings to holidays, just great memories, and always with comic books. You don't think I brought comic books to Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I got comic book stuff and comic book toys, and and you know, you'd you think Star Wars was the predominant like in the holiday toy memories, but the Micronauts, man, those were killer toys. They just had a weight to them. They were they some of them were actually made out of metal, diecast metal, and they were just heavier and they were bigger. Um, just great, great memories all around. And of course, now having experienced all the holidays with my own family and, and, and those are the memories that are the most predominant ones. And there's always opportunities to make new memories. So I'm hoping that you are going to make great new memories and that the holidays fill you with joy and maybe reset you um, and excite you going towards the near, new year. And maybe there's a whole new set of goals that you can achieve. And so today we are going to wind everything down or wind everything up depending on how you look at it, with a very special episode of rob's Observations called Who's Got the Power? Who's Got the Power? This is going to be so much fun. And it's actually, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a quick episode to watch. It'll turn out to be the longest one I've ever done. I never know when I start these things, on, these things out, how, how much I'm going to gab. But let me tell you something. I'm out in the garage. I'm going through my most beloved comic book collection the stuff that's with me that's not in a storage unit is the stuff that stirs the most you know favor i have the most passion for The the, the runs that i have all you know com, the com, most completed collections and that i wanted in the nicest conditions and that's another thing i did in the pandemic i mylared brand new mylars and all my favorite runs so i'm out there and i'm, I'm flipping through some boxes i'm i'm, I'm <clears throat> what me and my buddy call we sort in comics sorting comics sort in comics and while I'm sorting comics, I picked up a magazine. No, not a dreaded Wizard magazine. Uh, I picked up a magazine in the in the about 2011, 2012. Through here, you'll see 2014. Uh, a website called Bleeding Cool was trying to publish magazine magazines. Uh, I don't know if it was bi monthly, if it was quarterly. They didn't do a lot of them, but when they came out, they were interesting. He, he was trying to you know push all the hot stuff hot button topics just in the same way that he does with his website, Mr. Rich Johnson and bleeding cool. I'm looking at bleeding cool issue number 13 and it is published in 2014 and it is the 2014 top 100. Wait for it. Power list. The top 100 2014 power list. Now, what are we doing in 2014? Well, in 2014 we, we have either seen or are about to see, depending on when this came out, Guardians of the Galaxy, a huge game changer of a movie. DC is running out of juice with the new 52, and they're going to go through another reboot to, for the life of me. I can't tell you what was going on at Marvel Comics in 2014. Uh, I was kind of taking some time off. I I, had, I took a... A couple of years off 2013 2014 so i was definitely an observer during this time so of course this list is even more like of, of interest to me because i'm in one of those uh i was on social media a lot interacting facebook twitter the, the birth of instagram for me and my family and uh and so i grabbed this bleeding cool well lo and behold i had to flip through it you know you, you can't land this in my hands in november 2023 and expect me not to look look through it and 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 herein, therein, lieth, lies, whatever, however dramatic we want to talk, the lesson. Oh, my gosh. We're not going to do the top 100. We don't have time. That's ridiculous. And and you're going to see really fast how um, it, this is going to prove my point within a matter of uh, of, of pages. We are only going to go through the top 10. And when I mean, go through the top 10, I mean, burn through it like a hot knife through butter to get to the point. Because the name of the show is Who's Got the Power, not the Powerless 2014. This is just the, uh, the 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 this is the tool that stirred my imagination. Okay, I, I, I kid you not. Only four of these people are even relevant, um, much less have power. A couple of them do have significant power. A couple of these these four that's still around, but six of these ten are wiped out, done, gone. Okay, so so let's revisit the 2014 power list to to get a good bellwether on who has the power today. Okay, today. 2014 the power list get ready drum roll please oh my gosh you're not gonna believe it and some of you are gonna be like who what who okay number one is (laughs) diane nelson president of dc entertainment um i'm not gonna read anymore diane's gone diane is gone she was shown the door i don't know 2016, 2017, pick a year. She hasn't been around in a long time. Diane Nelson, number one most powerful person in comic books, in the industry, in 2014. In in, in his precursor to this list, uh, Rich Johnson says, welcome to the top 100 power list of 2014. Yet again, attempting to measure and quantify the various levels of power attained by people over the english-speaking comic book industry the one thing that i am sure of is that no one reading this will agree with it and again that's not why these lists all anybody wants to know is who's on the top 10 or if you're in the business was I in the top 10 so we're not given two craps outside of this top 10 okay diane nelson uh apparently rich thought she was super powerful and she's gone whatever power she had in 2014 she hasn't wielded in 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 uh in five years and this is kind of a creek oh kind of opening the door to my point diane nelson never had power over me i've been working in comics for 38 years go back take those years back whatever year that was when i was working she had no influence on me whatsoever. i met diane she's super nice one of the dc uh big giant powered part- parties there was one year that dc had a mega party they became part of the film and tv uh division and so they had a big giant rooftop party uh hard rock the hard rock san diego entertainment weekly i've been going to those parties for a decade they throw this giant rooftop banger super exclusive love it take the wife every time joy and i and i mean uh i've had some great conversations with uh with with mr kevin feige i've had some great conversations with all manner of different film and television it's it's a very look i'm gonna be honest it's exclusive it's 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 like you know uh behind the curtain uh kind of you know access uh, i'm gonna say exclusive i'm gonna say elite snobby snobby okay so it's one of those functions and 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 the year and the day before the entertainment weekly party the, the wb the wb had one of their own and so they had like the, the the shows that they produced for other networks and 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 or you know movies that they were making they, like the entire cast of fringe there and the in, entire cast of Chuck. And beyond that I'm, I'm blanking, but it was one year, one year that they went all in. And I swear to you, the next year I heard that they stopped it because the I, I, sw- I heard this, that the, the TV and movie stars didn't like mingling with the lesser dens, the combo people who were all asking for photos. Okay. Laugh out loud because that like, that's exactly what I heard. Cause the very next year, the DC party, had a couple of people from Arrow and no, not Green Arrow himself at a small gallery. I mean, literally the very next year, small gallery. And it was like, wait, where, where's the big industry party? I thought DC had merged with the film and the TV unit gone. Nope, not doing that again. Uh, and then again, behind the scenes, uh, agents, managers, people had, had told me, oh no, the the, the the movie and TV people did not like being with all the, let's just call us the rank and file, okay? Proudly wearing my rank and file. Diane Nelson, uh, good luck. Hope you're doing well. Not powerful, uh, not relevant in this comic book business any further. Not being mean. It's the truth. It's the straight up facts, okay? Number two, however, Mr. Dan Buckley, the publisher and COO of Marvel Comics, uh, and he had reigned in that position for 10 years as of this month, in 2014, it rates dan is still uh super powerful in marvel i can confirm dan is i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you it's like last man standing there's gonna be people on this list that aren't standing alongside of him that used to be people that he answered to so dan um either i'm playing you know uh uh destiny's child you know you're a survivor or you know got, got to think about uh you know the actual band, Survivor, and 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 it w- it w- pick 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 whatever. Uh, if it was an island, and Jeff Probst was was holding a meeting, Dan Buckley would be in attendance because he had made uh, the, the the list from twenty fourteen to now. So he legit legit his name's in all the comics. He makes big time business decisions, games, uh, uh, comics, merchandise. Danger Guy works hand in hand with Kevin Feige, who yes yes is on the list, and, and, but but not as high as Dan. Dan is number two. You're like the guy at the Amazing Race. You're number two. Okay, you're, you're, you're team number two. Number three, Rich put uh, an an entertainment attorney named Mark Toberoff, who had uh, sued both DC on behalf. He'd sued DC on behalf of Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster, and he'd sued Marvel on behalf of uh, Jack Kirby, and he handles a lot of big... Uh, complaints copyright trademark disputes so he had shaken the pillars of both companies with his filings this particular you know this period that that rich put him on the list but uh mark hasn't really been on anybody's lists of late so we're dropping and, and you can tell me but Robbie has three cases in the system okay not on the list not not on on the same uh relevance I, I think when he got jack kirby in the kirby estate and if, if it was in fact mark i'm trying to connect the pieces here that that was a big deal and that would be probably 2015 2016 but entertainment attorney number three not here anymore number 4 going gonna continue to prove my point dan did dio dan did dio okay so so dan has all this power on this list in in uh in 2014 it says he's the public face of dc he, it says the new fifty two remains his baby. Uh, he's gone. Everybody, we we're, we're going to stop. Let's, we're going to stop right here. There's no reason to read this any further. Uh, Dan is was was here. Here's the power Dan had. One day he was telling you to do more Batman books. I need more. The next day he was summoned and given his pink slip and uh, clean out your office and you're gonzo. And Dan does not hire you anymore. He does not fire you. He does not influence DC Comics at all. It would be the grand hoot of my career if, as if, if as this episode aired, that he got announced that he was coming back. No one would laugh more than me. But I honestly, that's not happening. So Dan DeDio was the number four most powerful person, people guy in comics at this time, and he's gone. He's he's out. He doesn't even work there, and he doesn't work at any other uh, comic company of, of note or of influence. So, uh, again, I, I, for this, I hear, uh, in sync, I, I, I hear them saying, okay. Bye-bye Dan Gonzo. Not on the list. <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly not influence anything not influencing anything of any relevance right now. Okay, like I said, some of these people, only four people on this list remain relevant and or powerful and or interesting. Kevin Feige, number five. You're like, why wasn't he number one? That's the question of the 2014 list. The man behind the creation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He is credited with finding the easiest path from comics to screen for a ton of Marvel book, char- Marvel comic book characters. All right, well, Kevin, uh, this is prior to the giant breakout multi-billion dollar uh, super sandwich that was Infinity war and endgame and anybody who doubts that you could have dropped your grandma's uh uh, homemade films of you and if you were running around uh with a captain america shield or 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 a doctor strange cowl that that those films had they been sandwiched in between infinity war and uh, in game, would they have made a billion? Likely. Yes. All they had to do was have that MCU and then maybe have, have an after credit scene of you in the backyard shooting, uh, a, a, a bone arrow into, into a plastic bullseye and saying, I'm Hawkeye. Uh, that, that would have been enough to carry you to a billion dollar box office. Had you been in that enormous bazillion dollar sandwich that was the culmination of, of a decade uh, of, of plots. And, and, and excitement that Kevin had really conducted like a maestro. Uh, the reason Kevin is going to obviously stay relevant and powerful no matter what. 2024 sees one movie coming down the tracks for Marvel. And what is it? It's Deadpool. Who's in it? Hugh Jackman is Wolverine alongside Ryan Reynolds. And there's so much more coming. That I saw a picture of, Levy, of, of Ryan Reynolds and, and of, of Hugh Jackman. Deadpool 3 is going to put a billion dollars next to each of their names for the first time. But it's not going to be the first time for Kevin. He's already kind of president of that billion dollar comic book club. So Kevin's doing fine. Kevin was number five on this list in 2014. Should have been number one. Come on. Kevin's doing just fine. Kevin and and Kevin Feige and, and Dan Buckley remain uh super influential uh given given this look back. But trust me, we are four more away from getting to the point. Number six is Jeff Johns, and there was a time with when Jeff, with his Green Lantern, uh, br- his brilliant Green Lantern run, he was definitely the man. He has not been uh, in that same groove, uh, I think, since this list. So, for me, I, I don't know what Jeff Johns. I don't know what power, even though he was popular, it didn't say popularity. It says power list. I don't know what power Jeff wielded at this time. I don't. Believe Jeff has any power whatsoever uh, in any capacity over you, uh, as the reader, over over me as a creator or other creators. He has collaborators, and they make comics, and that's it. But as far as power, forget it. Uh, David Gabriel. Okay, let me tell you an, a third Marvel guy who is wielding considerable uh, power to this day, legit, because he decides what goes and and what 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 uh, what stays at Marvel Comics. He is the sales uh vp at this at this point in 2014 he was the senior vice president of sales at marvel he could he'd be the president for now for, for all i know forgive me david you're a great guy i work with you often uh and i when i talked to david uh i talked to david i said david i need a scotty young cover on deadpool Batterbund number one he said rob you got it he granted me my wish we just had to get scotty to say yes i contacted scotty scotty david's gonna be contacting you he's like rob i'll do it david contacts him said you know scotty said he'd do it boom we're in business. David Gabriel can still still determine the fate of your comic book at Marvel, the number one publisher. Uh, At this point, it said uh, he is the man who claimed a death every quarter to bump up sales and tried reintroducing vampires back to Marvel for a new monthly X-Men book. But he's not just some guy chasing fads. Comics are in his blood, and he founded the New York City Comic Book Museum back in 1999 to preserve the historical and artistic legacy of comic book culture look david is still moving david is still shaking so again a third marvel guy with with serious relevance but so far diane nelson uh, uh entertainment attorney guy dan Deo, jeff johns no power no come on axel alonzo was the editor-in-chief of 20 of, of marvel in 2014 is no longer uh the editor-in-chief and there's no reason to read any any more of this the, the axel alonzo axel alonzo nice guy dig him he 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 uh put me on some cool comics. He asked me to create Lady Deadpool and begin the road to the Deadpool core. Uh, Axel did right by me, but Axel has no more power in the comic books industry. He does not influence uh, what you buy and he is not influencing creators. He cannot hire, fire, zero power influence. So we are at nine and 10. Nine is still relevant. That is my buddy. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of him. Eric Stevenson. He was my, uh, basically my EIC, my, my my uh, editor my favorite collaborator and ridiculously talented writer in 2014 uh he was the publisher is still the publisher he is a, a a member he is a he is a partner in image comics okay he is a partner in image comics now since this list he was only the publisher at this time but now he's both and it says he's the kingmaker of the comics industry uh no one has quite the power and willingness to use it to take a completely unknown combo creator and make them the talk of the town. I, I believe that still rings true for Eric. That still 100%, 1000% rings true for Eric Stevenson. He is still in the game along with Dan Buckley, along with David Gabriel, along with Kevin Feige, exerting control influence uh, in the very best possible way, I might add, uh, in comic books. And number 10, this is crazy, Isaac Ike Perlmutter. Well, uh, Ike was a big deal, but Iger removed him from all operations at Marvel Comics while he remains the number one stockbroker. I mean <laughs> stockholder. <laughs> hey, maybe he's gonna sell him and we can legit, you know, claim broker, but he is the number one stockholder as of this uh episode of Disney stock. He has got the most. That was part of his deal when he when he uh sold the company to Disney and Bob Iger, but Bob Iger removed him from every single uh influential uh seat and board and and uh position that he held so he is just the largest shareholder now but certainly is not uh dan buckley's boss per se any further and is not calling shots on any level kevin feige assumed much of his uh much much of uh his power and influence in in 2015 bob Iger separated him from ike in the movies allowing Kevin to to work without Ike and his um, kind of meddling council, dissolve the council. Uh, Ike was then left with TV and with toys, and now he has none of those. Bob Iger, and he got into quite the quarrel, and I know that Ike is uh, in tight with a shareholder who is, uh, I think his name's Pelts, has come back into Pelts. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, come back into into view as someone who wants to uh, gain more seats on the board so behind the scenes still making things happen but currently on the outside looking in uh, four people on this power list still have relevance and or influence power per se so it brings us to 2023 that that is a great look back at 2020 2014 it is is it, it allows us to kind of focus and laugh i mean again diane nelson Gonzo jeff johns no entertainment attorney guy no permuter, no alonzo no so you got six people who have all but just vanished and this list only it only gets more hilarious as we go but that was your top 10 and no i did not leave anybody off that is 10 names that is your top 10 in 2014 and uh think about the world how it changed since then there was no deadpool movie there was no there was no r-rated x-men movies there was no Lo- logan Okay. Obviously, we had we were we were a few years away from, as I said, Infinity War from from uh, from Endgame. We we were we were we hadn't even gotten the drama of the Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon Justice League, birth of kind of the Snyderverse movement. We really hadn't seen anything significant. I think the the streaming was about to start in 2015 with the Netflix Daredevil show launching. That I mean, this, this is this is you know a good now as soon as. You know, once this episode airs and we burn through December, we're ten years from this this list. How time has changed. Four people on this list, and really, really, two of them are day to day comic book guys, and that is Eric Stevenson and David Gabriel. Um, Buckley obviously comes in and out of influence. Comics is on his desk; it, it goes, you know, uh, in and out of, of his of his schedule each and every day. And Feige obviously ha- has got bigger, much bigger. Uh, I guess, the, as they say, fish to fry, big, giant, hundred, $200 million budgeted blockbusters, billions of dollars in, in, in streaming shows. So crazy, right? So let me tell you right now, because time has changed. We did not have, uh, w- w- I, I, a lot of these, I, I remember my kids were, were just, Getting on Snapchat. I'm not sure TikTok had come into power. I'm not sure Reels, the Reels portion of Instagram, had been instigated yet. I don't think. Certainly, you know, uh, Twitter wasn't in the hands of Elon Musk. Uh, A lot of these big giant lawsuits to 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 break up social media and 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 call Amazon and Apple, you know, into these antitrust kind of uh, lawsuits, saying they had they have you know too much power. None of that had occurred yet, and and direct consumer had not yet taken hold. The whole, the entire paradigm has shifted. I think we were probably a couple of years at this point into uh, crowdfunding, okay, and 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 between the phenomenons of Kickstarter and Indiegogo and 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 that stuff. So the world's definitely changed. But I want to tell you right now. I want to tell you. I want. I want. I want to get. At at that what 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 is basically the twenty nine minute mark of this show? I need to share with you who has all the power because that's the name of the episode. This episode is who has the power. You actually may be very familiar with this name. They have uh, wielded considerable power for quite some time. Drum roll, please. I wish I had a drum roll track. I don't. Drum roll, please. Let me tell you right now who is the most powerful person in the comic book isn't business ending 2023 going into 2024 and it is you it's you why you it's you the listener it's you the consumer It, it is you the ticket buyer it is it is you the 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 amazon shopper okay it's you you are the most powerful person in comics Lest everybody on the list that I just read to you forgets it. You are the audience, and without the audience, none of us get anything. The audience determines the success of each and every single performer. That actor that thought by running back to that franchise and getting that next chapter of that, you know, movie out would ensure that, that he'd be back. And then, uh, oh, it stalled and the industry's like, wait, maybe people aren't there for so and so, uh, in this role anymore. You want to know who determined that? You did. You did. We did. I helped too. We didn't buy enough tickets. We didn't lend enough support. As I, as I, as I record this, uh, the, the, the latest chapter in now what we are going to call a, a fledgling Hunger Games franchise has come out and and the numbers came in soft. They did okay, but at the end of the day, if you take 44 million and you owe 50% of that goes to the theaters, people forget all the time. The theater, they don't show these for free and no, they don't just make their money on popcorn and sodas. Depending on the scale, by the third or fourth week, it is completely locked into a 50-50 split. The big, big, big companies at the height of their success negotiated where maybe they even get 70% of the opening weekend goes directly to them and the theater owner keeps 30, but then the next weekend it goes 40, 60, then the next weekend it goes 50, 50, then the next weekend it starts going towards the theater 60 to 40. And yes, that's that's why legs matter, long legs matter, but at the end of the day, it shifts to where, yes, the theater is getting 50% of that ticket. and if a movie opens to 44 million, that means the studio got 22 and, and, and it makes the road back even harder. But did we really want another hunger games? You said not really, not really. Uh, too early to tell. I know you're, you're like life. I'm using this as an example, certainly on par with the other, I'm going to call them the Jennifer Lawrence editions, chapters uh, of, of the hunger games books uh, th- th- this this did not get the response. I believe that's one of the things I read. It did not get the response that the studio was hoping for. It is soft from their purview as well. Also internationally, it is soft. So guess who did that? You did that. You didn't show up. You didn't want this version missing, uh, Katniss and, and Hamish. Okay. Um, did you, you know, dream at night of, of, of going back in time and, 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 and learning of, you know, President Snow, uh, as he becomes evil on his journey to compromise i didn't and and uh and while it's too early to tell the stuff that i'm reading this morning it says it's soft the studio expected more blah 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 who did that you did that no matter what ads no matter what pop-ups they put in the articles that we read no matter what uh the, the what banner ad they put on your streaming service it just you made a different decision if a show is successful in streaming some shows in the recent years, have been canceled. That, that weekend, that happened, a week, a a a, a show that aired and it was canceled by the third day that it had, it had aired. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, boom, the word was out, canceled because you didn't watch it. You have the power. You didn't click play. You didn't click play, and 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 because of that, the show went away. You are the arbiters of success for every single platform, comic book, movie, television, streaming, video games, action figure. The reason that I can't find the damn X-Men 97 figures is because you bought them all up. You. You bought them. Okay? The reason that comic books go back to press, and they go back to press, second printings, third printings, is because you bought them up. You sold them out. The reason that a brand new launch by a major Publisher saying, No, 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 you're gonna really want this by this author and this artist, and it underperforms is you. You're like, I saw the ad, I saw the promos, I read the interviews, I have no interest, zero zip, nada, okay. We had seen Barbie when we got home from the San Diego Comic-Con because it came out that weekend and we saw it when we got home. And Joy and I really laughed just we loved it. It it just hit all the buttons. I thought it was hysterical. I, I loved all of the um kind of societal statements and 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 but mostly I just love the performance. I'm a huge Greta Gerwig fan. I've seen all her movies. Uh, I obviously tremendous um uh, Margot Robbie fan and I'm gonna tell you I thought Will Farrell somebody get that doll back in the box. It all hit for me. I loved it. I I I thoroughly enjoyed it. But you know, in the middle of the week, I think, I think I think Wednesday uh, joy and i had gone the wednesday of that week when it was out we had gone to one of our um, favorite mexican food restaurants to eat at and we got an out- outside table and there's all these people parking in the parking lot that the restaurant was in and some other different restaurants and in eateries and there's a giant like whole foods on the property and one entire parking lot away on on different property is the imax uh, theater the, the the big theater and that was showing barbie and people were getting out of their cars guys girls alike kids in their bright pink their shirts their dresses their miniskirts, their tops their hats they had pink hats and i'm like wow that movie connected it succeeded because the audience said yes and they voted with their dollars and at the same time christopher nolan decided to tell you a uh a story about oppenheimer And you guys all showed you voted. You said yes, 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 yes. Disney brought back Harrison Ford in a role that I thought was going to completely uh, just be a a home run out of the park again. I loved Dial of Destiny. I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every single second. But the audience stayed home, had different plans, had a different opinion. You, you didn't buy the tickets. You didn't show up. And so you are the reason it is not considered a success, but rather a mild failure there's there's giant bombs and there's mild failures and indiana jones definitely fit into that mild failure there's no way to polish that up and make that anything other than what the reporting was given budget character star uh star power marketing it just it didn't connect and that's because of you when i make my comics i am thinking of how i'm going to connect with you because without you i don't have a career and i desperately want to in a couple of years say my 40th year in comic books i want to a couple of years after that say 42nd i want to keep doing this but if i don't get your favor and if the people writing and drawing their comic books don't get your favor uh then we have to kind of rethink our approach because if we're not courting you then we are not successful and some of you have abandoned entire franchises you walked away from them characters companies talents Look at that list I just gave you, Diane Nelson, Dan Didio. Come on, these people cannot hire you, cannot fire you, they cannot affect you. They are not creating content for you in any way, shape, or form. Power is elusive. The only people in the business who have power is you. Now, your power and your favor may create dollars and give another mansion to Tom Cruise. That is, you know, the byproduct of the favor that you bestow. When, when you decide to go on in and you don't need to hear this, you're like, of course, life felt. duh, why am I listening to this? You did need to hear this. You need to have it reinforced because it's more, more reinforced each and every day. Doing the live streams and doing this podcast has radically changed my outlook. Getting the feedback that I get, having you guys talk directly back to me and, and tell me what you dig, what you don't dig. I just saw a report today. Uh, Nielsen, the same company that, that gauges ratings for movies and television, Nielsen has a division that they are helping. Uh, companies predict the next food trends i i was just blown away by this report today and they talked to the head of the nielsen food trend department and they said how do you know what's coming next they said we watch where kids are spending their money and she said right now mexican food and chinese food are the biggest uh the preferences for the gen whatever that because because my nephew is definitely like like another another is it gen a have we run out of them he's like a new one he's the one i'm listening to he's nine years old i want to listen to him but yeah gen z they're looking at all the spending habits and they're like and i saw on the chart you know it it, it had organic foods it, it 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 had um it had what's that that fake meat whatever um it, it said it's looking at all of the different trends oh, keto, keto all that stuff and 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 uh you know eggs that aren't from chickens oh this was a crazy report but at the end of the day they're planning on making the stuff that goes into the aisles for the next two years and they're in the labs and they're they're um they're, they're scheming what we're going to buy is food right now based on the trends where who the youth are spending their money right now that is the power that they have they are determining what we're going to be eating eating in two years by what they are eating and consuming right now when that movie flops, you did that. When that movie succeeds, you did that. Comics, streaming, when that, when that show gets all the rage and all the numbers, and then five seasons in, you're like, this show is stale. It's no longer fresh. And you stop watching it. You stop turning the show on. It's not part of your habits anymore. You have the power, and you always have. And you always have. I can't find those damn X-Men 97 toys because you bought them all up. You bought them out of Walmart. You bought them out of Target. You bought them out of Frank and Sons. Uh, You know, and if you go on Amazon right now, they're not all available because you are ordering them. You never know who you are all going to anoint as the next. Maybe it's an athlete. Obviously, voting matters. We can have all our preferences, but we show up, we cast a vote, and whoever gets that is elevated to the winning status and takes the office. And it's no different in entertainment. So as I laugh and I look at this list and I uh, kind of consider it, and it make and, and literally the fact that six of these people are gone and, and, and have no influence in comics whatsoever, but boy, they had that week in 2014 where they saw their name on a list. It should always be you. Uh, I think one, one year, Time Magazine, maybe Newsweek had like reflective foil so you could see yourself in the mirror. And that was the truest person of the year that they had ever done it is and always going to be you it's going to be us because if we don't spend trends do not take flight uh certain uh characters franchises companies they just die they just completely die out so yes you need to hear this yes you need to be reminded of it you are the arbiter of success across all platforms and if we don't make entertainment that you want that you desire uh, then, then, then we have to try again. We have to do something else. It's it's not the end game for us. We get another, as creative people, we get another shot. But you know, the the truest, and I'm gonna, I'm going to wrap this up right here. Great documentary on Sylvester Stallone right now on Netflix. And the long story short is that, you know, he reminisces over the fact that really Rocky and Rambo became the only franchises franchise characters roles that he could return to uh on any regular basis those really were, were, were became his two successes and he talks about how he struggled with it and after the success of the first rocky he made all sorts of different movies trying he directed movies he tried to you know paradise alley uh he, he fist he tried to get all these movies going and then people didn't show up people didn't like them so he ran back into rocky too and the audience joined him there and they elevated him. And so he got another round and he got another group of movies made, but nothing broke out. He decided to be the guy that portrays uh, John Rambo in the first blood movie and boom exploded. I was there sophomore year. Talk of my high school campus the Monday after my buddies and I had seen it on a Sunday night because we had already heard the buzz from our friends on a Friday and a Saturday night. That, oh my gosh, have you seen the new Stallone? Dude, he's this character. He, he He's abused by the cops. My buddies and I—we saw it Sunday, at at football practice the next day, and and all throughout the quad at lunch, the entire week, weeks, first blood was the talk, and so so we got we got Rambo, we got a sequel to Rambo, so now it's Rambo, now it's Rocky. Along the way, he keeps trying, he keeps trying different roles, he keeps trying. Is Demolition Man going to do it for me? Is Cliffhanger going to do it for me? Is singing with Dolly Parton going to do it for me? Is being in a, in a comedy? Is is following the, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger path? Nope. It came down to uh, the roles that we loved and adored him in were Rocky and Rambo. Rocky and Rambo. Most people don't get one breakthrough role their entire career. He has two. How many movies, counting Creed, have there been for for, for Rocky? Is it nine? Is, is 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 it going towards ten with with Rambo? Did, did it, end, it did it end at five? Uh, He has certainly been able to express himself and entertain audiences and have a comfortable role that he can keep going back to, just like Bruce Willis did with John McClane. Obviously, uh, Schwarzenegger had his. But at the end of the day, we gave him tremendous success, we as ticket buyers, and then that allowed him to explore other opportunities. But we didn't like those. Who did that? We did that. We did not go with our feet, buy those tickets, sit in those seats and watch those movies. We didn't do repeat business but he was so fortunate that there was two that we did endorse completely and, and, and entirely and uh i love stallone i've seen all of them but there is a sweet spot for rocky there is a sweet spot for john rambo they're guaranteed they're on my uh, whatever it whenever he shows up i'm going to see him in those roles and i did that and you did that in the same way that we didn't support all those other movies that he couldn't get off the ground so he doesn't have four five or six roles the power we wield is so ridiculously substantial. The power you wield, it is all you, the consumer, the the audience. And if we stop caring and stop trying to court you and we forget what brought us to the dance, then we're going pay to the, pay the price because you are not going to support our art. We've all got that album from that artist that we really like that decided to do something experimental and you're like, oh my God, my ears are bleeding. And I'm not going to name the three to four different bands. I can tell you, I'm like, oh, don't like this experimental I, I respect that they did it but if this is where they stay i'm not staying with them many of them always go back and realize okay maybe doing this weird alt kind of sound for my audience wasn't something i wanted there's an artist named garth brooks he was like he may still be the number one selling single male artist of all time and he uh he at the at the at the end of uh the 90s he tried a new identity i am literally pulling this out of my memory banks right now i, th- I think he called himself Chris Gaines. and and he changed his hair and he changed his uh he changed his appearance and 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 garth brooks was suddenly not garth brooks he wanted to do an experimental album he wanted to put garth brooks in the rearview mirror and and he became this other character and i didn't understand what he was doing and the and the music wasn't good so uh yes chris gaines was his alt identity with an alt uh uh song list and album and it flopped it failed it got a lot of attention but we did not show up we have the power we have always had the power uh Garth Brooks had to put Chris Gaines to bed because we did not support it Stallone Brooks Marvel DC movies comics toys we have the power and that means you have the power and you always have So, so I'm not sure if I if I drove the point home enough uh m- maybe one more time right it's you it's uh you're the reason if the comics are successful if the movies are successful the tv show the game all of it and we as people who create stories comics art we are grateful and are trying to portray and convey as much gratitude as we possibly can at least that's that. That's what I'm trying to do. I am trying to uh, convey gratitude, share with you uh, every time that that uh, uh, one of my comics get published. Speaking from my own personal appearance, uh, 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 experience from my own personal experience, every time one of my comics gets published, gets gets purchased, is on the stands, and you grab it. I am so grateful. I feel fortunate, and I, I celebrate it. I celebrate it in hopes that I can repeat it. And, you know, the consumer uh, is not just the boss of the movies and of the TV and the comics. You're also the boss at your stores, uh, at the places you frequent, the, the, the retail outlets, uh, your comic book store. You, you know, if your guy isn't ordering enough of what you want, you have the freedom to go somewhere else. And they should not let you go somewhere else. They should, they should try and please you, please your needs. Thank you for all the support that you have given me and my show. I recognize that you are the boss and I appreciate you and I appreciate all of the love and the support that you have given, not just the show, but my career over the years, you, you get up in years and you absolutely, uh, what's that saying? You count your blessings. You just go, wow, I can't believe it. I'm, I, I'm still in the game and, uh, look, and and I'm going to tell you, there's other, of course there's stuff of mine that i wish would have connected more but you know what just like the sylvester stallone example everybody's got that effort that they attempted that just didn't for whatever reason go the distance so you you reload and you take another take another shot and and you hope for the best and you you try and uh you know put together the execution somebody said to me recently in response to one of the shows said rob do you think there's going to be an age of uh another Age or an era or a period where we are seeking comics out for storylines again, and I just said, look, it's going to come down to really, it's going to come down to, to the to the right talent being paired with the right concept. But as always, it's going to come down to execution. And then on top of all that, if it interests you even one iota, so the consumer has risen. Direct to consumer um, is is a tremendous thing. I, I'm going to be doing more direct to consumer, to to uh, you know, I to to give my first and best efforts to the people who've supported me the most in 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 a in, a, in, a, in gratitude to thank them for all uh, of the ways that they've supported my career. My next my next book, Last Blood, as a as a matter of fact, I am going to do uh, direct to consumer and offer it exclusively on whatnot, and I'll 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 be sure to be back in time in january to promote that because that that's the window of release that i'm looking for but again you know and and if nobody is interested well then i'll have learned i'll i'll have learned my lesson at that particular book at that particular time at that particular price point you know fill in all the blanks uh needs adjustment needs a reboot needs a rethink or a complete you know discard and try on something else because once again it's all about you thank you as always what a great year i had a blast i had a blast in 2023 it, it it became just uh a little more challenging which which i i feel like i tried to step and meet the challenge and and uh and, and and continue to expand the knowledge and the awareness of events that shape the comic comic book industry the comic book uh media and and that continue to shape the comic book media obviously i'm really looking forward to uh to this next summer to, to to july and 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 the uh, the idea that the deadpool three will will be hitting in july that's going to be tremendously exciting uh i was my, my my oldest came back in town for the holidays and i was with him uh just this afternoon and uh if, in case you're wondering there was a break of about 10 hours in this episode so he landed he came home uh, we grabbed some lunch he wanted a great uh go for some shopping there's this great outdoor mall the irvine spectrum and we went into hot topic into box lunch, and he's like, "Dad, remember Deadpool two? There, there was stuff everywhere. You think that's going to happen again?" And I go, "I already know it's going to happen again." And, and and please allow me to be excited. Please allow me to be excited. Uh, the people who hate listen to this. It, the idea that I am not going to mention uh, comic book productions that I've been involved with is is ludicrous. I, I've said it before. The, the the fact that Eli Manning or Peyton Peyton Manning would watch a football game as they do on the espn2 or the second secondary channel when they watch the the Monday night football game and the idea that they would not draw on their own experiences like everybody who you know uh comments during games who has played the game uh you know comments on it. it's 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 like asking shaq and charles barkley and, and kenny to not you know talk about their own experiences that, that's that's ridiculous their their experiences make it rich and also uh be excited for them when something great happens for them when when uh Shaq has strong ties. I I think to the Lakers and in, in Miami and so when good things happen for those teams, he's happy for those teams. So with Deadpool coming and coming out this next year, it's going to be fun. 2023 is going to be fun. There will be no shortage of stuff to talk about. I'm going to take this time to reload and uh get some rest, enjoy my family. I hope you all do the same. I will I will shoot to uh to, to make 2024 uh more fun, more interesting. And, and bring more uh, challenges and bring more uh, behind the scenes stuff to this show. In in, in uh, at the end of each and every show, you guys are so generous and you have given me your uh, your reviews that 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 you that I ask you if you give them, I'll share them. And, and so at the end of the show, when you post your reviews, some of them are on Apple, some of them are on other platforms. I've gathered a couple today that I want to share to wrap up the year since this is it. And, uh, and, and I won't be back barring some craziness. Now, now sidebar, if some crazy thing happens in the comic industry, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to the mic and, and, and my engineer will, will will produce another episode. We'll get it up. But, but for the most part, this is it holiday. The holidays are here. Uh, got, got plenty to do uh, in, in, uh, in, in, in preparation for 2024. Before I sign off, I'll, I'll tell you what else to look out for but you know <laughs> i mean barring craziness you know uh th- th- this this is uh this is it but i wanted to share with you uh, a number of of the great uh responses and the great reviews that you have given this show because you are so ridiculously generous and uh i'm gonna read this from momo twenty one twenty one. momo 21 21 he just left this uh last couple of days Gave us five stars. Thank you, Momo2121. Says, my favorite podcast. I stumbled upon this podcast not too long ago, and I've fallen in love with it as a lifelong comic book fan. It's super interesting to learn about the history of the comic book industry from an insider's perspective. I learn something new every episode, and I'm finding new books to read thanks to this podcast. Thank you, Rob. Hey, thank you. That is, uh, it's always great when, when, enthusiasm meets enthusiasm when your enthusiasm meets mine it, it increases mine and maybe it increases yours and i'm just so thankful momo 2121 thank you for that very generous uh review when you guys leave these reviews and you can continue to please continue to leave them while i'm gone uh the, the rest of november december as, as we prepare to come back please continue <laughs> that would be great it helps us stand out it helps uh boost our signal uh and, and get the show uh, maybe a higher profile, and I and I just appreciate it so much when you guys reach out and you and I know it takes time, and and if you're gonna write that review, I'm gonna read that review and thank you, Momo twenty uh, one twenty one, for the kind words. And and here is a uh, review from Facebook from Lewis Thomas. Lewis Thomas says, "Hey, the part about you selling comic books out of your trunk in two thousand in two thousand had me in tears, sir. You are a hustler. So much respect." The part about the appreciation for the work that you do as an artist as you get older is very well said. Lewis says, the only storyline that got me into comic shops this year is Deadpool, Batter Blood. Boy, did you uh, butter me up there, Lewis, and I appreciate it. I appreciate that you um, purchased, enjoyed, and uh, and that D- Deadpool, Batter Blood, and that it got you back to comic books. I, I really, I, I am just so ridiculously thankful for 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 the uh for the commentary and and the enthusiasm that you guys share with me uh when you take time to write these out so so thank you again lewis and i look forward to interacting with you more in 2024 so our 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 final commentary comes from a guy that i know named warren hayes and he wrote in and he listen to the 1980s episode where i talked about hot comics and warren has been a an online dealer for the last uh 15 or so years i have purchased comics from warren myself traded comics i bought hardcovers from him uh he he wrote in and he said and I'm, I'm gonna read what he said he said another great episode i wanted to kind of latch on to your collector tips you're 100 percent right to be cautious there are basically three types of comic book fans outside of those that just read there are collectors speculators and investors the most dangerous and destructive of these types are the speculators investors i would call the wisest of the group they mainly invest in gold and silver bronze books uh, because they know the long long long-term comment content and monetary value now in the past eight to ten years there have been an influx of what i call wizard 2.0 apps Sites and personalities that give you a weekly countdown list of what's hot and what you should invest. Wizard 2.0 apps, in many cases, have a monetary gain from offering these speculation and investment tips. This influx is largely due to the announcement and appearance of characters in TV, movie, media. They themselves, or people they work with, or advertise for, might have a stake in what books are bumped. This makes collectors and speculators victims of manipulation. Collectors may see these books that will or have seen big jumps as must have books to collect while the majority of speculators who are in no way long term investors and mainly are comprised of non-comic book store flippers. This includes the short term gains of variants and first and first appearances of or other keys that are in demand mostly from the advice of wizard 2.0 all of these tips based on tv media possible or actual debuts are not good long-term investments these books will fluctuate then decrease as those characters no longer have a future tv or movie appearance as rob suggests to go after first appearances and stuff that you like as a collector he is 100 correct but i would add go after the blue chip stuff from every age of comics, instead of following the fad of the TV movie speculation, you should collect what you love, what is fun. Don't let other people manipulate you as the original wizard did. But if you do listen to anyone, Rob will be the best. He suggests comics creating demand organically and not monetarily. He wants you to experience some of the very best comics he grew up with and enjoys today and, and enjoy today's best. The comic boom during the pandemic is a good lesson in sales increases during a time we have never experienced in comics. And now that most prices of course corrected drastically, this leaves many people having overpaid. Okay. Warren makes a lot of good points there. What I and I appreciate it. That is a mouthful. Thank you, Warren. It was a pleasure to read that on the show. I, I'm so glad you came alongside and 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 uh added your expertise because you've been doing this a long time. I'm gonna I'm gonna streamline one of the things he's saying, like for instance, let's say i don't think she's happened yet but uh there was a character in 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 marvel i loved her her name was thundra she didn't appear in she hulk but let's say she did immediately oh thundra 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 and then you're like looking for thundra 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 and and thundra is a it it hasn't happened so i'm making this up but let me let me go to uh, an appearance like apocalypse because my good buddy jimmy J. you've had you guys have heard him on the show before jimmy J. was very clear when telling me about comic book investing and i listened to everybody i've listened to warren i've listened to jimmy i listened to my comic store um dealers i'm sorry my my comic store owners and the the clerks jimmy's always said villains are the worst investments they generally have the biggest drops uh he cited recent king but more importantly said apocalypse rob when apocalypse was announced x-men apocalypse and they had him on the cover of entertainment weekly everyone blew up they the the prices were enormous if you bought high you lost significant money because when the movie came out and it wasn't well received and the character was immediately forgotten those x-factor issues dropped like a rock because it wasn't organic it was based on fad 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 Right now, let's say Madam Web. Let's say you're 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 chasing Ezekiel, a character that I love in a comic book that I love. It's, it's one of my favorite storylines in the last 30 years. J. Michael Straczynski and John Romita Jr.'s uh, Spider-Man story with Ezekiel. And now I see that he's in Madam Web. I would not pay big money for an Ezekiel appearance. I just wouldn't. I don't think that's going to pan out for you. That's using common sense because we now have basically a 20-year barometer of so much of this. And, and the stuff goes up and the stuff goes down now again what are your recent you know safe bets well i i would say your your recent safe bets are are venom are are deadpool because venom and deadpool and cable have been around a long time miles morales is not he i see a lot of people in the combo groups saying i overpaid i overpaid i overpaid so the prices have settled but it's going to go up miles is blue chip the blue chip stuff—you have to differentiate between blue chip and not blue chip—and that's what I'm trying to guide guide you with. And not everything every week is is something that you should be chasing. Be smart, like Warren and I and everybody else are going to tell you that, that. Use certain criteria. There's 20 years of this now. We have over 20 years of this incubator where 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 we've seen how things cook and we see what doesn't, you know, stand the test of time. What 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 can't be put on the shelf. In a, in, a, in a nice can and open in twenty years, and it's still going to feed you. Okay, so just caution. And I appreciate Warren. I appreciate Lewis. I appreciate Momo. I appreciate everybody who uh, gave these reviews. So thankful that I was able to share with them with all of you at the end of this year. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for making this show a part of your routine. uh What some of you say, you you listen to me on your commutes, when you run errands, when you're working out, jogging. Some of you play it in a store. Uh, I just appreciate it. Even those of you who hate listen, thank you. I appreciate that is, that's a listen. And we, appre- <laughs> we appreciate it. We appreciate you. You're the boss. Uh, I'm going to still be around on social media after this all wraps, after there's no Rob observations for the rest of 2023. You know that each, at the end of every episode, I, I remind you, I am on social media. I'm all over it on Twitter, on X. I just can't let it go. I I, I got to keep calling it Twitter. I am at Robert Liefeld, R-O-B-E-R-T-L-I-E-F-E-L-D. That's the whole name, nothing, just straight Robert Liefeld, at Robert Liefeld. I have a blue check signifying I am a genuine article. I am the real deal that you are speaking with. I love reading your messages, your, your interactions, all of our interactions, the DMs, all the ways that we speak and talk and, and exchange ideas and commentary. Thank you for following me. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for sharing with me. I appreciate you so much. I will still be around. Look for me on Twitter slash x at robert leifeld over on instagram i'm gonna i'm gonna absolutely continue to put pictures of my life my drawings uh the stuff that i do the food that i like uh the fun time that i have with people uh i am at rob Liefeld on instagram i would love for you to jump on uh my my, my account and 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 uh join with me i try and give first looks uh so, so much stuff that i'm drawing and uh just to share you know all the different fun experiences that i'm going through and it's kind of like a, a video diary of my life. I would love for you to come along with the ride on Instagram. I am at Rob Leifeld, another blue check. I am uh, the genuine article over there. That's what signifies it. And and I will look for you. If you follow me already, thank you. If you're about to, uh, thank you uh, in advance. We have a great group over on Facebook. We invite you to join us. It's a group. It's called Rob Leifeld marvel extreme and beyond it covers a lot of ground so many of the conversations that we have here continue there in longer form more more back and forth either myself or a gentleman named terry sala s-a-l-a will click you on through if you are to submit uh your membership to the group and we are just having the best time terry runs art contests so many great talents and artists are part of this group they're sharing stuff all the time people are sharing their collections Uh, i am there in and out every day it is a great passion of mine i i I would look forward to seeing you rob Leifeld, marvel extreme and beyond uh please join us it's it's so much fun and it's uh it's growing every day and we would love for you to be part of it while i'm not here i'm going to be at whatnot whatnot is a collectible app you should go into the app store right now get it whatnot download it it is the greatest collectible app in existence sports cards uh funko pops Action figures, all manner of toys, collectibles, comics, and 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 I am really living in the comic book space. Follow me, uh, download the app. Follow me, Rob Liefeld. You'll be alerted to my next shows. We're doing a bunch of them during the holiday season. This is a great time of year. Uh, we the, the 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 buying is is up. My son and I, when we were at Irvine Spectrum today, because my wife and I were there last week. Wow, what a change! The holidays are here. The crowds are swole. People want to shop. They want to get stuff. I have exclusive comic books, exclusive variants covers that I've only uh, done for whatnot with whatnot the whatnot samples on the back. There are Spider-Man covers that I've done that are only at whatnot. Deadpool, New Mutants covers, X-Force, uh, all stuff that's only at whatnot. Uh, uh, Captain America, the the homage to my big Captain America Heroes Reborn uh, illustration. I did that. That's it. That's a whatnot variant. We have a foil version of that as well, and and we have all manner of extreme. Exclusive profit evangeline brigade foils uh all different enhancements glow in the darks steel covers it's so fun we, we we are having a blast uh it is i love hanging with you guys we have such great interaction there is a live stream that is going the entire time i am looking right in the live stream at you talking to you sharing with you there's going to be more exclusives coming we have so much fun stuff i do remarks custom signatures find out what a blood splatter drop shadow chisel is what a standard drop shadow chisel i've, I've added a a fire chisel uh we're, we're, we're going crazy a kirby crackle chisel we're, we're doing all sorts of crazy stuff over on whatnot and you can still find me there through it through the end of the year get that app follow rob life will be alerted to my next shows i look forward to seeing you over there in 2024 if that's some surprises coming your way along with the aforementioned last blood which i'm going to keep you know a, a lid on until such time as it is to share with you. But I think uh, my, my fans of the Extreme Studio stuff are going to really be excited. I have been looking at colored pages each and every day. I think the the work is is spectacular. I have been absolutely banking these pages all year. I hope that you come along for the ride. I'll make more of an announcement about it as we get closer, as, as we turn to January 2024. Also, another great project I have is Cable First Contact. This one is... Fantastic! It's super ambitious. It's a really big, ambitious project that I've been waiting 28 years to do. Uh, got the full green light. I'm in. I'm in production on the book. uh Pages are inked. They're getting colored. Covers. Uh, we, we've got some surprises coming your way. That book is coming out next summer, just like Deadpool: Battle Blood came out in t- summer of 2023. Cable: First Contact is going to rock summer of 2024, and I'm so excited to share it with you. But there's going to be other stuff along the way, in, in, in like last blood and so much more so continue to follow me on all the social media accounts i'll be sharing there and if certainly when i come back i will be sharing with you here hey the end of the year i hope it's a great time for you i hope it is a time of renewal with your family and your friends and being surrounded by loved ones uh, again i'm just so excited to be with my family and uh spend time with them my my, my oldest lives in texas my daughter is up in la and my uh, son who now is with the strike over is is uh back doing auditions after auditions so we don't see him as much he comes and goes he's a typical 20 year old so it's hard to catch him but uh we here at the observation family are wishing all the best to you during this holiday season i hope all of your i'm going to just rip off pedro from napoleon dynamite i hope all your wildest dreams come true these holiday this holiday season i hope you have great time with your family and friends and and so much of you that's what we crave is that time. And I hope your emotional, your spiritual, your mental, and your your, your physical uh, well-being is is uh, is is of priority and, and something that you were attending to. And again, man, even if, if in the holidays you got to take a break, you got to go, hey, I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm going to go into the next room. I'm going to go sit in my recliner. I'm going to go to the den. I'm going to go into my private space. I'm going to read a great comic. I'm going to watch a great movie that I did. Go streaming. Hey, do that. Get Get away. Have a great cheat meal. Have some great. Have a great candy bar. You know the Reese's peanut butter cup is getting the big cup is getting its final mention of the year. It is so delicious. Did I already have one today? Yes. Am I thinking of having one afterwards? Yes. Uh, I, I I reloaded on them today. I went to the store because I was I was down. And my stock was low, and that's scary. It's scary when it's low. But you guys, take time off for yourself. You know the message. It's never going to change. You gotta step away from the madness. I hope that the world uh, cools down a little, and and, and uh, because it's absolutely been on fire all fall. And, and uh, it's just insanity. It's craziness. I hope you find solace. And I hope you find peace. And I wish you just all the very best. Big giant hug. Screw the fist bump. I am hugging the microphone right now. Hugging you through it. Wishing you uh, all of the very best. Look for me back here in 2024. I will be here. Because you guys know. We will most certainly. Definitively. And Ab so frickin' lootly. Talk again real soon.